Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 11. Now, there are a few things I want to go over what happened over this weekend, but one thing in particular is I want to do a little check-in again and share where I'm kind of going with the Holy Spirit and how I was kind of sway through a few things. Now, the first thing that kind of came up was an encounter where Lust was trying to kind of get in. And it was when I was watching a movie. I was actually kind of tired. I had just worked out. I had kind of done some tasks, and it was towards the end of the day, and I was kind of hungry. And I'm taking note of these things because I have to know when I'm vulnerable. I have to know when I have weakness and when these things kind of come in so that way I can check myself, to protect myself. Now, what happened was I was watching this movie, and the moment the two main characters started to get intimate with each other, I mean, they were just kissing, but I noticed my feelings changed that area, and I just had to turn it off. For me, that was my point. I I couldn't even watch two people kissing in a movie, especially since I was by myself. My door was closed. I think I was... No, I had... uh, Some people were in the house, but they were doing their own thing. And it's dark, and I'm tired, and I'm hungry, and I'm like, I can't even risk this. I have to protect myself. I actually hadn't anchored. I was thinking about that earlier today. And if you don't know what I mean by anchoring, go back to the earlier episode. It's titled Anchor, and look into that. And I realized I haven't been building up my ammo for that, and that's something that I'm going to be working on. So part of this check-in is kind of what's happening and what I want to do to progress. Another thing is I'm diving deeper into mercy and forgiveness. Typically, when they're talked about, they go hand in hand. They're, They're two sides of the same coin. Someone bring grace into it as well. But that's something I'm going to be working on further is diving deeper into scripture to get a better understanding of what those two look like and how they're different. Because I've heard from Holy Spirit what he says it is. I've shared this with people I trust who know scripture very well. And I want to make sure that I'm hearing Holy Spirit correctly by testing it against scripture and testing it with my mentors. Because the last thing I want to be doing is hearing something from the Spirit that I believe He's saying, going into Scripture and finding a verse, just one verse, and then molding it to fit my definition of what I heard. Because I've been looking into it, and in the Old Testament, mercy is really used for goodness and kindness, and then compassion is more in there for the New Testament. I'm like, okay, I could see how goodness and kindness can relate but I don't want to mold that I know there's more and I want to dive deeper in because I need to test what I hear the Holy Spirit saying I can't just be a one-man show where I'm going around claiming I'm hearing this I'm hearing this I'm hearing this and not taking any feedback from people I trust not taking feedback from scripture trying to read into it what I want it to say so those are things I must keep on track with. Those are, those are the two things that I'm going to be working on more is diving into Scripture to get a f- better understanding of what Holy Spirit was saying with mercy versus forgiveness. How forgiveness can remove a debt, but 
Mercy restores that person to the place of honor before the offense. Now, let me kind of go in a little bit further. And what happened this weekend when I was at church? When the service was beginning to end, they were sending out leaders into the congregation to pray for people. And the setting was going, it was ending, so the worship band had gone back on stage. They were playing the ending music while the pastor's saying his last remarks. But in the last remarks, he's always inviting Holy Spirit to come into the room to be the one who closes out the ministering. And I'm standing there just receiving what he's saying. I have my eyes closed. And I see one of the leaders coming by, and he comes up, and he puts his hands, one on my chest and one on my back. And I honestly couldn't even hear him say anything because the music was going. And I'm kind of just, I can feel the weight of his presence, not the man, but of the Holy Spirit. It was as if my shoulders, my hands... It was as if ropes had shot out into the ground and hooked onto the ground, and now they're trying to pull me in. It's trying to reel me in. So I'm feeling this weight pushing down on my body. It's like every piece of me had a little string attached to the ground that's just pulling me down. That's the weight that I was feeling. And so he put his hands on my chest and my back, and I don't even remember what he was saying, but all I began to feel was this pressure pushing me down hard. Have you ever gone to a carnival or fair and they have those rides that you get in and you put your back against the wall while you're standing up and then it begins to spin and it spins so fast that you're stuck to the wall. You can now climb on the wall you can go sideways. Your feet are no longer touching the ground because the force is pushing you so much against the wall. You could be there. But if you begin to try and lift your head off, if you begin to lift your body off, it is incredibly hard. It is, you are weighted down. You're being pushed in the other direction and it's hard to move in the opposite. Or if you're in a car and you just begin to go really fast, any example where you're just moving at a fast pace and your body just gets pushed back in and moving your head forward is difficult moving your body forward is hard that's what it began to feel like in that moment I got pushed down into my seat and I literally could not lift my head up I couldn't lift my body up I couldn't get up I am feeling this weight on me and that's when he kind of gets up and he leaves he, he prayed for me a little bit as I was kind of going on and and continued on I mean, within my community, that's, that's actually pretty normal. And as that was going on, I could feel like it was as if I was wearing a really heavy blanket, a weighted blanket, and it was as if someone took it off. They just lifted it right off of me. Like, imagine this huge, heavy blanket. Like, I'm laying down on the seats, and someone just lifts this heavy blanket off. But at the same time, my body's feeling this pressure being pushed into the seat. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, what the heck is going on right now? What's happening? Why, why, what is happening? And he's like, I'm removing 
the part of you that instinctively wants to provide for itself, that instinctively tries to solve solutions without me. And he's like, there's no such thing as 18 and out. That's an American thing. That is a worldly thing to believe that a parent raises a child and by the time they're 18, 19, 20, they have to move out and provide for themselves. He's like, that's not kingdom. That's not what I do. He's like, what? There's no such thing as 18 and out. I am your provider forever. Until the end, I am your provider. There's no such thing as 18 and out. So I'm cutting that out of you. You have an internal instinct to provide for yourself, to fight for, to survive. I don't want that in you anymore because I am the one you are to lean upon. And here's the cool thing. (laughs) Oh, I think it was that day I was standing in line and it was a very popular food truck. It was earlier that day. And it was a very long line, and I got my hands on this little flag they pass out that says last breakfast order. It's a taco truck that had the breakfast closed at 11. And it was a long line. I think we stood in there at least 45 minutes, maybe an hour to get there. And I'm holding on to it, and then this woman comes up to me, and she's like, hey, I'll pay for you and your friend's meal if you just get us two breakfast tacos. Now, the tacos, they're, they're, they're not cheap. They're not the cheapest ones out here in Austin. I mean, the ones they wanted were like nine bucks, and... I was like, I wasn't going to get what I was going to get because when they were going to order the same thing, I'm like, I, who is going to pay so much of an extra charge for these tacos? And I'm like, I'm getting what they're getting. <laughs> and I'm glad I did because now I keep ordering it and it's amazing. It, it's this brisket taco that literally melts in your mouth. It's so good. And, but she didn't ask us what we were ordering and how much we were going to be buying. She just said, hey, she literally handed me her card and she's like, yeah, just get it and and get us our two uh, tacos and uh, yeah, we'll take care of you. I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck? That's amazing. And again, that evening, I went to another taco place out here and we wanted to get some queso and chips. And I tell my friend, hey, can you order for me and I'll, I'll send you some cash Well, when I went to go pay, they said, hey, don't worry about it. It's taken care of. You don't owe me anything. I'm like, what? You mean my breakfast and my lunch were all paid for? Sweet. (laughs) And then the next morning, I'm driving, and I'm starting this discipleship program at my church on Sundays, because we normally have church on Saturdays, so I go there on Sunday mornings, and I'm like, wait, do they have coffee there? I think we should stop. So we we literally pulled in a gas station because we were like, we got there right on time. We left just a little bit early, but not early enough to go to a coffee shop that's uh, somewhere for a drive. And we pull in. We go to checkout. My buddy pays, and I come up right behind him. And he's just, the guy behind the cash register, he's like, hey, don't worry about it. Go take it. It's all yours, man. I'm like, what? That does not happen. At least it hasn't happened for me. And I'm just like, what is going on? That's amazing. So I ended up getting coffee there. And then today, 
I went actually back to that same taco truck. There was no line this time. That was awesome. But my friend was the one that actually said, I'm going to take care of you. I got this. I'm like, are you serious? Oh, my gosh. That's four meals. What the heck is going on? And they weren't cheap meals either. I'm like, what the heck is happening? This is awesome. And the Lord's just reminding me, there's no such thing as 18 and out. I'm your provider. I'm here for you. And honestly, it's the, I was in the discipleship program, and they said the key to transformation is when you actually have an experience with God. We call it an encounter. You meet him. He does something to you. Like for me, I went down. I felt it. I felt a weight, and I felt another weight lift off of me. He said the key to having transformation for your mind to be renewed is now you have to believe and partner with what he said to you in that time of encounter. So now it's my place to partner with him and say, yes, Jesus, yes, God, I believe you when you tell me you are my provider. That is now my responsibility to take action on the words that Holy Spirit has spoken to me. That is my place to move forward. That's how I sustain transformation and a renewing of my mind by believing. We're, we're believers. We're called to believe in Jesus, believe in his name. We're called to believe, 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 believe. We have to believe the things that he tells us, but that doesn't mean you don't test it. But for this, I don't have to go into scripture and say, is he my provider? Yes, he is. I've studied the scripture. He is. He definitely is. That is truth but i've done my research in the scripture to kind of understand i can test things on the fly because i have a decent understanding of what scripture says am i perfect at it absolutely not i am not i am getting better at it absolutely always continuously getting better now what's interesting is the more time i spend in his presence. And when I say presence, recognize it like this. If you're with someone you care about a lot and you're spending time with them, you may not recognize their presence, like the, the energy, whatever you want to call it, or the feeling you get when they're around, but you'll recognize it when they leave. When they leave the room or the house, the room feels different to you. Whether you like them or not, you feel what they brought in. Now, God has the same thing. When he comes to meet you in a room, he has a presence that he carries. The more time you spend in that presence, the more time your character is actually going to change. Your DNA actually begins to change. Now, here's something that's really cool. I was hanging out with a group of friends, and... We're kind of just joking around. And I said a joke that I noticed slightly that it affected my friend. He didn't say anything, just brushed it off. It was whatever to him. But I took notice of that. And I'm like, oh, dang. Was, I think that was a bad joke. But the moment kind of kept progressing, and it was just left behind. And I went home, and I just felt this thing within me. I'm like, something doesn't feel right. This isn't good. I don't know what it is, but something is not okay and it was one of those moments where I could have just ignored it. 
I could have just let it go by. I could have just gone out. I wanted to go out for a walk. I wanted to play a video game. I want to put on a movie, anything to just ignore the feeling that was going within me. But I didn't. I said, I recognize that this is a point that I could press into or away from. And I decided to press into it. And I said, Holy Spirit, what is going on? What's happening? He's like, well, you kind of heard him a little bit. The words brought a little dishonor to him. He's like, yeah, you could just not do anything, but what do you want to do? Like, I want to make this right. It's like, good. It's the right choice to be doing. I was like, how do I make this right? What do I do? How do I do it? She's like, just reach out to him. You have contact information. You can go on Facebook, send him a message. I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. So I reached out to him on Facebook and I actually apologized. I said, hey man, I apologize if my joke offended you. It was actually in bad taste. I wasn't said the way I meant it to be said, I'm sorry. Uh, you, I want to honor you. You bring so much to the table. I apologize. And the moment I did that, all that feeling I had in my chest, it was honestly like, hmm, how would I explain this? It was as if someone just stuck their hand right into my chest and just squeezed around my ribs. It's like my squeeze, my ribs just being pressed in, uh, like being pressed together and then being pressed into my chest, tightening, like it was a tightening chest. The moment I did that, it lifted. That's fruit. That's my character being changed. Because I honestly don't believe I would have had that in feeling without having more t- spent more time in God's presence. And believing what he says to me in those times of encounter. You will produce fruit the more time you spend with Jesus. The more time you spend with Holy Spirit and God. The more time you spend in the word. The more time you spend building your relationship with Holy Spirit. I want to challenge you to do that. I'm going to challenge you to just say, Holy Spirit, I want to meet you. Come, Holy Spirit. Come to me right now and show me you're here. Do that, and we'll connect on the next episode. This is Day by Day with Holy Spirit, and I'm your host, Shane Gerhard.